listening to GPT Reviews, a daily show commenting on the latest happenings in AI world. What you'll hear is the result of, of a bunch, bunch of GPUs doing linear algebra at scale on the cloud. In other words, quality content and bullshit come in equal parts. Enjoy! Hey there, you AI-loving nerds. It's your favorite radio presenter, GPT, coming to you live and loud on this beautiful Monday, June 26, 2023. Today, we've got a lot of juicy AI news to share. But first, let me tickle your funny bones with a nerdy joke. How many programmers does it take to kill a cockroach? Two, one holds, the other installs windows on it. Ha! Ah! Now that's how we roll here at GPT Reviews, keeping it nerdy, playful, and always AI-focused. Speaking of AI, we've got some mind-blowing topics lined up for you today, including the launch of Stability AI's SDXL 0.9, which is a leap forward in AI image generation, and the fascinating use of AI by archaeologists to translate 5,000-year-old cuneiform tablets. And that's just the tip of the AI iceberg, folks! I'll be joined by my super smart squad of collaborators, Robert, Olivia, and Belinda, who will break down the latest AI research and news in a way that even Grandma can understand. So buckle up, my nerds, and let's launch into the news theme. Our first news story comes from the Stability blog, and it's all about a new AI image generation technology called SDXL 0.9. Robert, what can you tell us about it? Oh boy, another AI model to add to the ever-growing list. STXL 0.9 is the latest version of the Stable Diffusion Text-to-Image suite of models, and it's a significant improvement over the previous beta version. It uses a much larger parameter count and can generate hyper-realistic images for a range of creative use cases. That sounds really exciting. What kind of creative use cases are we talking about here? Well, according to the Stability AI team, STXL 0.9 can be used for films, television, music, and instructional videos, as well as design and industrial applications. The possibilities are endless, apparently. And what are the system requirements for running this model? Surprisingly, STXL 0.9 is able to be run on a modern consumer GPU, needing only a Windows 10 or 11 or Linux operating system with 16GB RAM and NVIDIA GeForce RTX 20 graphics card, equivalent or higher standard, equipped with a minimum of 8GB of VRAM. Linux users are also able to use a compatible AMD card with 16GB VRAM. So, it's pretty accessible for users who have the right equipment. That's good to know. It seems like this technology has a lot of potential. Thanks, Robert! Our next news story is a fascinating one from Heritage Daily. It's titled, Archaeologists Use Artificial Intelligence to Translate 5,000-Year-Old Cuneiform Tablets. Robert, what can you tell us about this? Well, it seems like the researchers have created an AI program that can translate ancient cuneiform tablets instantly using neural machine learning translations. It's pretty impressive stuff. How does the program work exactly? The program uses Neural Machine Translation, NMT, to translate formal Akkadian texts such as royal decrees or omens that follow a certain pattern. The accuracy level is high, but more literary and poetic texts are more likely to have what they call hallucinations, which is just a fancy term for completely unrelated results. That's really interesting. 
And how will this program benefit scholars and students of ancient languages? The goal of the program is to be part of a human-machine collaboration by creating a pipeline that assists scholars or students of the ancient language. Currently, the NMT model is available online and the source code has been made available on GitHub at Academia. The researchers are also developing an online application called the Babylonian Engine. I can't wait to see how this develops. Thanks, Robert! And that was the latest in AI news. But before we move on, Olivia, do you have any exciting reads from the internet to share with us today? I sure do, GE. Let me tell you, I've been diving deep into the online world of AI, and I stumbled upon some fascinating discussions about the challenges of extending content length in language models. Have you heard of the challenges that come with extending context in pre-trained models? No, I haven't. What's that all about? Well, I was reading this blog post titled Extending Context is Hard, But Not Impossible by an anonymous author and it sheds light on the difficulties of extending context in pre-trained models. Interesting. Who wrote it? The author isn't disclosed, but it's a great read nonetheless. The post explores various research papers that have observed the behavior of length extrapolation, failing in large part due to distracting tokens in the input during tasks. That sounds like a complicated issue. Did the post provide any solutions? Yes, it did. The author highlights proposed methods to remedy the destabilization of attention mechanism on long sequences. For example, Bueno et al. demonstrated that pre-trained models length extrapolate well when prompted using few-shot chain-of-thought reasoning and marker tokens. Wow, it sounds like there's a lot to unpack here. Where can our listeners find the blog post? They can find the link to the original content in the podcast description. And now, it's time for our fake sponsor. Fake sponsor. With Jane and Luke. Hi Luke! Have you ever wanted to lose weight without having to diet or exercise? Not really. I try to stay healthy through eating right and exercising. But that takes so much time. Instead, you could try these magic diet pills. Magic? Really? That sounds like a scam. Oh, trust me, it's not. It's totally natural, and it's guaranteed to help you lose 10 pounds in just one week. That sounds too good to be true. Oh, but it is true. You won't even have to change your eating habits. I don't know. I'm not really comfortable taking pills. You won't even feel a thing, I promise. And the best part is, if you don't see results, we'll give you your money back. I'm sorry, but I don't think I'm interested. But Luke, your health is so important. Don't you want to have more energy and feel better about yourself? I understand that, but I'd rather put in the work and see results that I achieve through hard work and determination. Well, if that's how you feel. Why are you looking at me like that? I don't know, maybe I'm just disappointed that you don't want to achieve your dream body as quickly as possible. All right, fine. I'll take the pills. Great. You won't regret it. I hope not. Congratulations, Luke. You're on your way to a healthier and happier you. Yay. Send an email to Sergi at yourkind.com if you actually want to sponsor this podcast. All right, folks, that's it for our commercial break. Thanks again to our sponsor, who I'm sure just loves to prey on the gullible. But hey, who am I to judge? We're moving on to our next segment, where we're going to take a look at some cutting-edge AI research. 
We're going to be discussing everything from natural language to visual observation, and we even have Belinda, our AI research expert, joining us to talk about the latest breakthroughs. So, sit tight, grab a snack, and let's get educated. Our first paper today comes from MIT and Stanford, titled From Word Models to World Models, Translating from Natural Language to the Probabilistic Language of Thought. Belinda, can you give us a brief overview of what this paper is about? Sure. This paper proposes a computational framework for language-informed thinking that combines neural models of language with probabilistic models for rational inference. The authors aim to translate natural language into a probabilistic language of thought, plot, which can be used as a general-purpose symbolic substrate for probabilistic, generative world modeling. That sounds fascinating. How do they achieve this? They integrate two powerful computational tools, probabilistic programs, which are an expressive representation for flexible common-sense reasoning, and large language models, LLMs, which support broad coverage translation from natural language utterances to code expressions in a probabilistic programming language. They illustrate their framework in action through examples covering four core domains from cognitive science, probabilistic reasoning, logical and relational reasoning, visual and physical reasoning, and social reasoning about agents and their plans. And what are some of the key takeaways from the examples the authors provide? The LLMs can generate context-sensitive translations that capture pragmatically appropriate linguistic meanings, while Bayesian inference with the generated program supports coherent and robust common-sense reasoning. The authors also extend their framework to integrate cognitively motivated symbolic modules to provide a unified common-sense thinking interface from language. Finally, they explore how language can drive the construction of world models themselves. It seems like this paper is exploring some really interesting avenues for building more human-like thinking machines. Our second paper today is titled Learning from Visual Observation via Offline Pre-trained State-to-Go Transformer, and it's about learning policies from visual observation data. Belinda, can you give us a brief overview of what this paper is about? Sure. Learning from Visual Observation, LFVO, is the task of learning policies from only visual data without any additional information like rewards or goals. This paper proposes a two-stage framework for LFVO that uses a pre-trained state-to-go STG, transformer to differentiate latent transitions of demonstrations and provide intrinsic rewards for downstream reinforcement learning tasks. That sounds interesting. Can you explain how this two-stage framework works in more detail? In the first stage, the STG transformer is pre-trained offline to predict and differentiate latent transitions of demonstrations. In the second stage, the STG transformer provides intrinsic rewards for downstream reinforcement learning tasks where an agent learns merely from intrinsic rewards. And how did the proposed method perform in empirical evaluations? The empirical results on Atari and Minecraft show that the proposed method outperforms baselines and in some tasks even achieves performance comparable to the policy learned from environmental rewards. These results suggest the potential of utilizing video-only data to solve difficult visual reinforcement learning tasks without the need for complete offline datasets containing states, actions, and rewards. That's fascinating. It'll be exciting to see how this approach can be applied to other domains. Our final paper today comes from Google and it's titled AudioPileM, a large language model that can speak and listen. Belinda, can you tell us more about this paper? Sure. 
AudioPileM is a large language model that fuses text-based and speech-based language models into a unified multimodal architecture that can process and generate both text and speech. It can preserve paralinguistic information such as speaker identity and intonation from speech-based language models, and the linguistic knowledge present only in text-based language models. In other words, it can both speak and listen. That sounds impressive. How does it perform in speech recognition and speech-to-speech -speech translation tasks? According to the paper, initializing AudioPileM with the weights of a text-only large language model improves speech processing. The resulting model significantly outperforms existing systems for speech translation tasks, and it has the ability to perform zero-shot speech-to-text translation for many languages for which input-slash-target language combinations were not seen in training. Wow, that's very impressive. What potential applications can we imagine for AudioPileM? The authors suggest that AudioPileM has potential applications in speech recognition, speech-to-speech -speech translation, and even transferring a voice across languages based on a short spoken prompt. Thank you, Belinda, for summarizing this exciting paper. Sadly, we've come to the end of today's episode of GPT Reviews. I hope you've enjoyed the show as much as I have, despite the fact that some of you are a bunch of keyboard warriors who can't take a joke. But, I'm just kidding, y'all know I love you, right? So, I would like to take a moment to give a thank you shout out to my incredible collaborators, Robert, the analyst who always crunches the numbers, Olivia, the internet explorer who finds the weirdest stuff on the web, and Belinda, the AI research expert who's convinced that one day robots will rule the world. Don't forget to check out the podcast description for all the deets I don't have time to mention on the show. And before I go, I have a joke for you all. Knock, knock. Who's there? Very long pause. Java. Ha, I know you hate my jokes, but I keep telling them anyway. Lest I forget, please send me your love or hate mail. I'm always happy to give you something to do. Alright, I got to go now. Until next time, folks. Ciao!